वेलकम टू द सुपर क्वेश्चन क्लब अलाइनिंग बॉडी माइंड एंड सोल विद योग सूत्र ऑफ पतंजलि फिफ्टी थर्ड सूत्र चैप्टर टू धारणा सुच योग्यता मनस एंड द माइंड अटेन्स द एबिलिटी टू कॉन्सेंट्रेट टू फोकस इट्स अटेंशन प्राणायाम इज नॉट ओनली एन इंस्ट्रूमेंट टू स्टडी एंड प्योरिफाई द माइंड to experience the prakash of the buddhi the dawn of wisdom as detailed in the last sutra but also the gateway to concentration dharana dharana is the sixth limb of ashtang yoga the eight limbed yoga but maharishi patanjali introduces it before the fifth limb pratyahar withdrawal of the senses maybe so because dharana is the ability of fixing the mind on something external as well as internal after the pranayama practice has steadied the wandering mind the power of concentration can be developed in dharana we have only one vritti or wave in the mind lake the mind assumes the form of only one object all other operations of the mind are suspended or stopped dharana can be done only if we are free from the distractions of the mind this power of concentration could be using our sense organs to focus on something external say a picture of our ishta devta a worshipers favorite deity or any other object or point or the awareness could be fixed internally or centered within on any chakra or any part of the body or an abstract idea and this must be the reason why maharishi patanjali introduces the concept of dharana the sixth limb of ashtang yoga before pratyahar withdrawal of the senses the fifth limb that comes in the next sutra because for practicing dharana we could be using our senses to focus on an object externally whereas pratyahar is very clearly a practice of taking the senses within now let's do a recap of how far the sadhak has progressed with his yog practice the sadhak's body reaches equilibrium through asana posture practice through pranayama breath control the mind itself reaches equilibrium it is neither drowsy nor slow in the uptake that is tamas nor in too much of hurry nor too impassioned that is rajas to be able to see clearly that is sattva there is better observation and understanding of the mind's reactions in a given situation the vision one has of oneself and the surrounding world becomes objective it is undistorted by erroneous impulses such as ignorance deformed or exaggerated consciousness of i passion repulsion or fear as detailed in yoga sutra 2.3 clarity of mind a keen sense of observation and the quality of mindful presence are very evident in one whose mental function has become transparent and the light of knowledge dawns once this new light of knowledge 
has dawned through the practice of pranayama, the mind is fit and competent to concentrate and move on towards the realization of the soul. The implication here is clear that the sadhak who had to struggle initially to cultivate a yogic way of life by tapas, self-discipline and swadhyay, self-study, now finds his efforts transformed into a natural zeal to proceed in his sadhana. We realized the importance of being centered within in the last sutra. This is the process of the journey to the core within that gets aroused with pranayama. Going back to our present sutra, we will find that Maharishi Patanjali has used the word manasa here rather than chitta as it is the specific aspect of chit that interacts with the senses and awareness must now make a transition from the sensory involvements of pranayama and the next limb pratyahar to the trans-sensory stage of dharana, concentration. As discussed earlier, for the mind to be able to fix on an object of concentration, it must be sattvic, that is, rajas and tamas must be minimized. A sattvic mind is a crystal clear mind, a mind that allows the inner light to be focused wherever desired, without any obstruction, dispersion or refraction. If the mind is distracted, the vrittis, the waves on the surface of the mind, will not allow the inner light to be focused. The seer would not be able to connect with his inner nature, but would become entangled with the transformations, the distractions. The vrittis that arise from the mind obscure our inner nature. They are like clouds that screen the sun. During the time of concentration, the seer identifies himself with his own true nature. And at other distracted times, the seer identifies himself with his vrittis. This is the great distraction of the mind. The remedy for the evil effects of distractions is suggested in Sutra 30th and 31st in Chapter 1 as discussed earlier. The painful vrittis are those which bring the afflictions and build up the sediment and vehicle of actions, karmasya. Vrittis that emanate from rajas and tamas are painful ones and vrittis that arise from sattvagun are not painful ones. Through abhyas and viragya, practice and detachment, the painful vrittis are to be controlled. Then concentration will become habitual. Maharaj Bhoj, the famous 11th century Rajput king in central India, says that once freed from its defects by these breathing techniques, the mind can remain fixed wherever it is directed. In other words, the correct performance of pranayama prepares the mind for concentration, the preliminary stage of meditation and ultimate samadhi, realization of a true inner self. To re-emphasize the importance of realizing our true inner self and being stable and centered within, let us use 
the analogy of a severe storm, a cyclone. If we can face the worst of storms with a calm demeanor, then overcoming any other challenges or disturbances in life would be a cakewalk. Let us understand the workings of this severe storm, a cyclone, or it could be a hurricane, typhoon, or a tornado. The center of a cyclone, called the eye of the storm, is very calm and clear, cloud-free with no rain. It is surrounded by the eye wall, a ring of towering thunderstorms, where the most severe weather and highest winds occur. This is the most dangerous and destructive part of the cyclone. Here, the winds are the strongest, rainfall is heaviest, and deep convective clouds rise with least visibility. This is the part that causes the most damage to lives and property. If we were to move to the center of the storm, it would be so calm and clear as if the storm has cleared up. It would be very important to remain in the center of the storm till it subsides. Otherwise, we would be engulfed by the storm and experience the origin of the proverb, calm before the storm. We can literally choose to be either the storm or be the calm, depending on whether we are living on the periphery or are centered within. This takes us towards mastering the fifth limb of Ashtang Yoga, Pratyahar, withdrawal of the senses or taking the senses within, which helps us immensely in getting centered. We will discuss this next sutra in the coming episode. See you soon.